bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. bills. I'm on my Stevie Johnson. Johnson. I'm about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my Big bills in my duffel, yo. You don't want trouble, bro. Heat in my pocket, heart cold like buffalo. I would just hustle one thing, but I need options. That work about to touch down, call it Steve Johnson. Catch me flying through the field like who want beef? It's 25, but I could get it for the 1-3. Certified fly guy, you on my time. I'm really real, and you as real as a sci-fi. I'm trying to bring it home, baby. It's our time. They cheering for me like I'm crossed the one-yard line. And I'm all about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Black card boys, yes, BCB, we pop. Get that dough straight across like I'm running streaks. My bills come in hundreds, my women come in threes. This hater ran up on your boy like he was furious. I lifted up my shirt like, why it's so serious? I'm about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 9, Why So Serious Podcast. I'm Fredo. We got Ashley Petty, Donald Jones. Where is Will Dalton? He's here this week, live in the flesh, sunglasses and the hat on. Uh, there it is. Let's breaking go. down this week. Breaking down, obviously, a unprecedented, massive, um, sh- for some shocking, win over the Seattle Seahawks. I want to dive right into this. Big, big game, big win. A lot of none of us, except for me, I'm going to say last week, I was the only one that called it. It's total um, truth. It's truth, and I, I it, it is truth. And I, I want to dive right into this this week. And um, obviously, the play of the wide receiving core this past week was huge. Stephon Diggs made his presence known. He leads the league in the NFL, or leads the NFL in receive, or receiving yards and receptions. Don, what what does a guy like Stephon Diggs bring to this team? And, and we've seen it time and time again this year. Uh, with epic performances, another one on Sunday. I mean, Stephon Diggs, the first thing he brought was leadership to the team. Um, I mean, you had John Brown, you had Cole Beasley, two guys who have definitely had good careers to this point, you know, where they came from. But a guy like Stephon Diggs just brought, you know, that stardom to the position and that leadership and a guy that everybody can look to to make plays when they need those plays to be made, um, including the quarterback. You can put the ball anywhere, and he's going to make those plays for him. And so um, he, one of the best route runners in the game, and he just opens the field up for everybody else, which is what they need. They, you know, they needed to start getting that running game going, all that stuff, and he's the one that can really open things up for everybody. Well, what do you think about Stefan Diggs? I know you've had your uh, fair share of guys uh, come through Buffalo, and you've seen you've, – you've been tight with a lot of these guys – uh, Stefan Diggs is just making his 
making it known that he is here to obviously for for Bills Mafia to love him and to cherish what they have in, in Stefan Diggs, but yeah. obviously he's one in a million. Well, my perception of Stefan Diggs is this. He's just what the doctor ordered, man. You know, mm-hmm. Buffalo, last year all you heard from everybody was, you know, Josh is back there. He, he didn't really have weapons he needed, you know, no elite receivers to throw to. Um, he was just what we needed. You know, Stefan's a monster in his own right. I mean, the boy was phenomenal, you know, in Minnesota. He's just – he came here and he's balling out extra hard for us. And I think that, uh, you know, with, with him on the field – and, you know, with the other core receivers we have, especially my boy Beasley, who's stepping up huge for us right now, mm-hmm. um, that just gave us an arsenal that you have to really pick your poison and figure out who you're going to defend. And and I know Stevie, too, he's always said, Cole Beasley, a space creator. Um, Stephon Diggs this past week, nine catches, 118 yards. I mean, this is a guy that really every single week, week in and week out, he's having less than 10 catches, but he's averaging over 100 yards a game for the most part. Um we haven't had this in Buffalo. I mean, he's already got over 800 yards on the season. Uh, the guy that's leading the league in receptions with, uh, what, 63, I think, right now. Um, yeah. It's it's definitely something that we're not used to. Um, Don, when you, when you watch Stephon Diggs play, what do you see? Because obviously this is something that, like I said, we're not used to, but um, we also have to make sure that we can keep him here for, for a long time coming. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be hard. They're gonna have to give him a lot of money to keep him here. Um, oh yeah, but I know you know when you look at Stefan Diggs, the biggest thing with him is you have a guy who's made big time plays in this league, and you don't have like you have a team. You don't. I mean, John Brown has made plays. Cole Beasley has made plays, but Stefan Diggs has made big time plays and big time moments, as we all know about Minnesota Vikings and same big time play. But he's made so right. many of those types of plays mm-hmm. in the biggest moments. And so he's a guy who you know is going to be confident because he's been in these moments. He's not one of these guys that's like, oh, man, the, the light's too much for me right now. We're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Right. It's a little bit too much for me. He's a guy who, you know, I don't care who we play. You go out there and get it in. And, and you see him out there making plays. Every- uh, I want to get right. I'm sorry. We're trying to figure out. We're trying to get Ashley in here. She's having some technical difficulties. I'm, oh. She's good. Okay, here we go. Ashley's here. Okay, are no, you good? good. It Just works. Don't take me out of here because I think that's what messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you're in. Oh, getting here. Oh, okay. there you go. Okay. All right. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Technical bro. difficulties, Technical folks. Difficulties. It's it's uh, yeah. nature and the beast here. Um, oh. I want to just kind of jump right into this win. Obviously, Stefan Diggs had a great game, and and we've been saying that a lot this season. Seven and two for the first time since 1993. Um, you see a lot on this field and granted Ashley and I, we were only one. I know Don and Will, you guys are already collecting uh, your uh, senior citizen discounts and all that stuff. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> I like that. Fredo. I'll, I'll be over your house oh, before you great. go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Look at this I got this great. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, listen, so every time, every time I even see a great man, I'm axing that joint right off. Even if it takes skin. <laughs> well, Will, you don't have a lot of hair, so it's gotta be pretty easy to do. <laughs> my, my father, my father was fully gray at like 22, so you know it, it's just all oh, it is what it is. My great grandfather was like 25, fully gray, so it is what it is, man. You gotta Damn. embrace wow, it. Wow, wow. My dad yeah. was the same way, so I know it's coming for me. Um, 
but but no, I mean the first time since '93. I, I you when you look at on paper and like when when I look back at highlight videos from that era, you, you see a lot that's in this team now. If you compare it to '93, if you can compare it to the glory years, we're dealing with something special in Buffalo. I think for the first time since then, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that. Well, I think you've created. I mean, you remember when, when Coach McDermott first came in and everything was about a culture, trying to create a culture, create a culture. Mm-hmm. And when I first left, and I don't like to talk about this too much in Buffalo, but when I first left Buffalo and went to New England, they picked me up from the airport, and I remember my ride from the airport to Foxborough. Um, and the guy who, who was driving was like, you know, we have, we have a different mindset up here, and our mindset is we know we're going to be in the playoffs. It's about getting over that hump to get to the next step, which is going to be AFC Championship or Super Bowl. And we obviously, right. we want to get to the Super Bowl every year and win it. And so now I think that the Bills now, I mean, this would be year three. They keep this thing rolling. This would be three years in a row that you're talking about being in the playoffs. A, this would be a first time in a long time that you'll win this division. Um, and I think you're starting to create that winning culture where we know how to win. Um, we know how to prepare. We know how to do everything that we got to get done to win regular season games. But now it's about stacking those wins, stacking those wins to position ourselves for the playoffs so that we can make that run on to the Super Bowl. And I think that's the biggest difference that you see in the team now. It's not like, you know, we get down, oh, here, there's the Bills again. It's a whole different feeling, you know, where it's like, nah, I think we, we still got a chance to win this game. If we're behind, if we're up, it doesn't matter. Um, I think it's a whole different feeling when you talk about the whole organization right now. Hey, Donald, real quick now. So in the comparison to the, the Buffalo Bills of now and, as Fredo said, um, you know, the Bills of then, you know, first of all, he compared it to a team that was <laughs> – I don't know if we're ever going to see team like that again. That was incredible. Well, you know, Dre Reed. Daryl Talley, you know, Bennett. But anyway, the point is this. So, yeah, we do have a nucleus that we've put together right now. We've been building strongly ever since uh, the Pagulas took over the helm. I mean, honestly, year by year, we've been adding blocks to get better and better. So we were missing that element at wideout last year. um, And we did address some defensive issues in which we built a monster defense, you know, last year anyway and the year before they were strong. Point is, what do you think – even though you said, you know, we, we learn how to win, we becoming winners around here. What happened in these last few games where they kind of forgot that, like the last couple games? What do you no, think the downfall was of the couple they dropped? I'm not even going to lie. The defense has been, it, you know, it's been shaky. I mean, I know last week they had a couple of turnovers and stuff like that. They hadn't created those turnovers in some weeks. Um, and it was just shaky. Let me, the worst thing for me, and, uh, you know, I, I got a lot of friends that coach now. Even me as a player, I played offense, obviously, but sitting there and watching, and even if I was on offense, to be able to run the ball down a team's throat over and over and over mm-hmm. again, it's just demoralizing to a team. You know what I mean? And, they, I mean, a team, the two games that they lost, they could not stop anything, no run game at all. And it was like, yo, right. you can't win like this. I'm sorry. If you can't stop the run, you can't win in the league because once once a team can run on you, they can do anything. We can run, we can pass, we can do whatever we want to do. Um, and, and I think that's something that they need to really shore up as they move into the second half of the season. I'm sure some 
they're going to look at once they get into the bye week. Um, but that's something that it, it, it was scaring me those two weeks and, and really the last few weeks. Right. I want to bring this up, Don, too, because we didn't have you last week, and I wanted to ask you this question, too, especially for our viewers. The last time, going back to the Patriots game, the last time the Bills beat the Bats at home, obviously, was 2011. You were on the team with Stevie. I mean, is it kind of surreal seeing that it took nine years for for that to happen again in Buffalo? I mean, I know we've had wins over the Patriots. It was a little – I mean, a lot of them really didn't mean anything for the Patriots, so we didn't get to play their best guys, maybe getting Tom Brady for a quarter or two. But what did it mean for you to see last week almost a changing of the guard as we've been hearing about over the last uh, few days? I mean, honestly, I started to feel like we used to feel when I was playing. I mean, when when you gave Brady the ball at the end of the game, it was like you almost knew he was going to score. Regardless, it could be 100 yards. You knew he was going to score. And we're sitting there like, man, we scored too fast. We gave him the ball with like two minutes left. You know he's going to score. Right. And he was driving the ball down the field with yeah. ease. Right. And then it, it, right. Cam Newton was doing whatever he wanted to do. And I'm like, oh, they're about to lose. They're about to lose. <laughs> and then, boom, you create a turnover. And um, right. that right there, it just shows – I mean, as you as you asked the question, what's it like to, to see that and, and realize that it's been so long since you were able to beat a team – that you've been losing to so much. Um, I mean, the feeling that I had was in that moment, like, uh-oh, here we go again, about to lose to the Patriots. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. We all said that. It was so man. close, man. I mean, they were right there. Yo, <laughs> they were there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. And they got down there with ease, too, man. I mean, they were just going, like, look at this shit. They're about to trick this game off, man. Yo, I'm telling you, I was like, this is terrible. They, I mean, they moving the ball so easy. And then it was, I, I was watching with my son, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. And you know what I mean? And game over, boom. And I'm going to tell you, so to be honest with you, we all love to see the Patriots where they are right now. Right. I hate the fact that it's Cam Newton that's going through it. You know, I agree I mean, with I that. Cam Newton. I agree with that. And, and I hated yeah. the fact that he had to go through it that day, but it was what it was. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and you can see it all in his face. Like, come on, man! You know he's trying to fill all the fame. Hey, man, man, he was hurt. Did you see that face? Yeah, he was hurt. <laughs> oh my that, god, you saw he it. Was on hurt, the fence, like man. he wanted to cry. Yeah, you know, right. Um, but it, up. Just, it just goes to show a team that is resilient, and it's like, yo, they driving the ball. We got to make a play, and then boom, you cause a fumble, and game over. You know, and those are the teams that can make those plays. Those are the teams that can go into the playoffs <laughs> and and even make a run in the playoffs. You know, it's time to make a big play to end this game because they're driving the ball at will on us, and and they they were able to make it happen that day. They were, that's for sure. Oops, hit a button there. Um, Don, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you one more question about the wide receivers on this team this year. Um, John Brown, another guy that made a huge difference on Sunday. I know Ashley's giving a round of applause right now. We we talked about one of our keys to the game last week was get John Brown involved. Yeah, and yeah, so, he had another big game. Yeah, I mean, you know what? He had, he had a couple weeks where he had gone kind of silent. I know he had, he was dealing with some, some injury stuff, um, and he had gone kind of silent for a couple of weeks. And I remember sitting with my son as I watched the game with him all the time. Um, like, man, we got to get John Brown ball. Not to mention the fact that he's on my fantasy team. But um, <laughs> it was like, yo, we got to get John Brown the ball. Like, what's up? He's quiet. He's quiet. And he's a weapon. Like, right. he's. That dude, Very I, much I so. I remember, yeah, I remember 
when I was working on the merch show, um, and he was a free agent, and I remember saying, yo, they got to go get John Brown. Because I would watch him out in Arizona, like, this, this kid is good. He's small, but he's lightning fast. And then he ended up going to Baltimore. And then, lo and behold, he ends up in Buffalo. And then last year, he made a lot of big plays. So to have him lined up alongside or across from Stefan Diggs and even Cole Beasley, I mean, really with those three guys, you don't have too much size, but you have some speed and some playmakers out there, you know, and you have guys. Good diversity. Right, right. And you have guys, everything at that position. And John Brown, you're going to need him down the stretch. I mean, you got some tough games coming up, including this week with the Cardinals. Right. Hey, Donald, what what do you think about um, – what do you think about the the way that uh, Josh is using Beasley, Brown, and Diggs, you know, as a unit? Do you think he's spreading the ball around enough, or do you think he's targeting Diggs a little too much? I've been hearing a lot of people say that he just waits for Diggs constantly and ignores people sometimes. Well, I think he, um, Josh Allen is still young. You've seen that even in those couple of weeks where they took those losses. You see him make some – some young mistakes um, out there. As we talk about, right. you're looking for your franchise quarterback, all of that stuff. He's still a young dude, and he, and he made some mistakes in those games. Um, one of the big mistakes, yeah, that he does, he he is waiting for Stephon Diggs, but that's because he knows that it's like his security blanket. The best mm-hmm. quarterbacks, though, are the ones that are able to just spread the ball around to everybody because right. – the better defensive coordinators will be able to go ahead and zone in and lock in on what it is that you're looking at. And if he's always been go. a guy who he had coming out of college, he had some accuracy issues. He would see things late and he would stare down receivers. Those were his three knocks. And you still see that sometimes in games where he'll throw the ball and it's like, what, what where was he just throwing that ball to? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> early right. in the year, he missed John Brown. Like what, what was that? You know what I mean? But, right. um, the, the the hardest thing is you got a guy like Stefan Diggs that you know consistently gets open and he's the guy that makes you feel comfortable. And and it's like when all else fails, I know he's gonna be open. So you find yourself looking for him, but you can't do right. that. You gotta just see who's mm-hmm. open. Right. Agreed. Well Don, we're gonna I know you're a busy guy and, and for once you're not in the truck, so I'm kinda shocked sitting here on a Tuesday night we not can seeing actually you physically see you today. It's crazy. <laughs> Yo. Man, I had a I had a rough one today. Yo. I ain't even gonna lie, oh. it was rough. I had uh, yo, I hit one tell story. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it looks it looks rough like, just by your reaction just it. now. <laughs> right, he's like, oh uh, no, it was that, crazy. Forget it. The whole axle on the trailer broke with a load. What? On it. it was just it was all bad. It was serious stuff. You could you could imagine, bro, being on the highway. Well, you were in the truck. Were you in the truck? Yes. <laughs> on oh, the highway. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Oh my God. Wait, how, how did we even get you on here today, man? That's crazy. I mean, I, you know, luckily I was close enough where somebody I knew was able to get to me. And um, I had to end up switching trailer. It was just, it was a whole big ordeal. I was in Atlantic City, hey, New Jersey, see, though, so that was. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's not too far from the crib, right? Um, nah, it's, it's an hour. That's okay, good. that ain't bad. Oh, hey, Don, you know what? Now, you know, I answered my own question, man. I, I'm like, well, how did we even get you on today? You needed us today, man. You need some therapy today, man. <laughs> right. A break yeah. from the action today. Yo, Yo hey, we nah. here, man. We here. <laughs> 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 <You're really stupid. laughs> nah, Come on, man. 
trips with you, man. Yeah, you already know that. Hey, once the pot is over, we're going to link it up, man. I'm going to call you. We're going to get on a trip soon. We're going to link it up. Y'all make sure y'all stay COVID-free up here. Down here in New Jersey, they, they announced 4,000 new cases today in New Jersey alone. Oh, wow. Man, you can forget it. They're already shutting down half our county. They yeah, talking Buffalo about just shut down yesterday. You can't have more than like four people at a table at a restaurant. And like, if we go to Orange, like a lot of businesses are going to shut down. My job will. So they about to shut everything down. It ain't even going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely not going to last. Yeah. I'm hey, shocked you know that real... hasn't done it yet. Well, you know what's real crazy about the whole thing is, so like they were just trying to like open things back up, and yeah. they just barely got a they barely got a toe in. And already they got to shut it back down. Yeah. That's saying a that's saying a whole lot for this virus, man. I mean, we got a long way to go well, before we even out the woods. I don't even think it's that. I think it's all the the parties that are going on in houses. People are just like over it because we've been doing it all year. We're sick of it. Like I'm not saying I engage in those activities, but like people are having those parties. Oh, uh, you ain't saying right. I mean, Fredo, Fredo's I, engaged I in them. to the parties, but I know where they were. <laughs> Yeah, I know where they are. <laughs> they weren't at my house. I know where they are. Right. I don't go. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Don, All right. Man. Don, stay All safe. Right, Be safe. Stay safe. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, real quick, real quick, Donald, before you get off. Uh, we definitely need three keys from Donald. So what you think yeah, about it? Yeah, let's get three keys from Donald really quick before you go. Bills, Cardinals. Um, uh, well, you got to keep the receivers. You know what I mean? The receiver position is the sexiest position in football. I don't care what anybody says. So you got to keep the receivers, keep those dudes catching passes, scoring touchdowns, all of that stuff. Um, I think your defense – I got two of them for defense. Defense, stop the run game. But part B of that is you have to be able to slow down Kyler Murray. And that includes right. – that encompasses the run game. And that dude, when he takes off, is dangerous right. and this defense has He's got a wheels. history of yeah man and the defense has a history of having issues with mobile quarterbacks i know they were able right. to you know handle russell wilson but he's turned into more of a pocket passing quarterback he gets out mm -hmm. when he wants to when he needs to Kyler murray is, right. is getting up out of that thing and um right if they don't if, they, if they're not really handling their keys if they're rushing up the field too much He's going to step up and out, and you're going to see him have a whole lot of first downs and big runs. And that's, like, the biggest key to his game is to be able to really keep him in the pocket. Okay. That was totally one of my keys. Totally stolen. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to pop down. No, no, it's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good. Don gave me a prediction, so I'm going to throw it up. There's Don's prediction. Bill's 31, cards 28. You know, it's going to be a high-scoring close game. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a high-scoring game, definitely. All right, well, Don, All right. thanks very much. Stay safe. Don't, hey, yo, don't put another truck right. with an axle off of it. Peace. <laughs> man, I'm going to try not to. Hey, hey, stay safe out there, man. Check your equipment, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> in the background, too. You need to let me get those and frame those jerseys. Look, man, hey, mind your business. Turn your camera off. <laughs> He's just Listen, kicking him out. He said bye. <laughs> Yeah, I got a trophy uh, business out here. I need to get some. I need to frame those for you. Those ones that you don't. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm not playing. Yeah, man. Yo, like hey, that. listen. I'll tell you what. I'll do that, man, for sure. But we got to make a trade for some of them hats, man. I've been checking your hats cool. out. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> <That>. <laughs> All right, big dog. All right. Thanks, Don. Peace. 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 It's always good when Don hops on. And yeah, man, that was story. definitely good. Holy. Horror, hey, that's some next level shit. Yo, yeah, on the highway, hey. and you're like, whoa! <laughs>
He's like, yo, the whole axle broke on a tractor trailer? What? There you go. Like, that's just absolutely insane. Yeah. I want to, while we're kind of talking about, he he mentioned, I want to still stay on topic here of this amazing win. I was sitting at a bar in Lake Placid this weekend watching the game with my fiance, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is unbelievable. And we actually missed the first drive of the game. We thought we could watch it. We thought we could watch it at the hotel. So, like, we go back to the hotel. We brought the dog with us. Like, we were, like, sitting there. And then all of a sudden, Fox comes on, and they have the, the freaking Redskins-Giants game on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell no, we're, we got to go. And we just left the dog in the hotel room, found a random bar, and they put it on. But uh, we missed the first drive, that touchdown pass to McKenzie. I mean, it was and easy to miss because it happened so quickly. Happened in, yeah. happened in the first yeah. three minutes. Two minutes. I was in the elevator at the hotel. I go, I go, Liv, they, they just scored. She goes, goes, really? She goes, didn't it just start? I go, yeah, I have no idea how they score. And then I saw it. I was like, wow. And when I I saw it, when I saw it was McKenzie, I honestly thought it was like one of those end arounds or like one of those short shovel passes. But then when you see the highlight, he got out wide. I was like, damn. Um, No, but the one thing, and it's amazing, Russell Wilson is an extremely talented man. Yeah, he Um, is. That's the one thing I wanted to bring up because there, there's two plays that he had in this game where I said, how the hell did we beat this team? The one was that touchdown pass. I forget who it was to. He was getting rushed out of the pocket. Somebody was coming in to hit him. 60 he, yards. He, oh, yep. my. He just chucked <laughs> that ball up for him. Yeah. And that I ball is straight ball. up in the air. I'm like, that ball's going to come down on the 10-yard line. It is a probably the best throw I've seen all season. It lands yeah, it was an exceptional throw. Exceptional. And then there was another play similar to that, too. But I don't know how we beat them. I, I Obviously, our offense played great. A.J. Klein finally played for what he did. Round of applause for A.J. Klein. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I saw an A.J. Klein apology form this week that said, I, like. I even said, I go, you know, we, we gave A.J. Klein a ton of shit last week. It's like <laughs> we, we read did. our Twitter comments. And took that as a <laughs> game. I this forget. Mason balled out. I said, what is going on? Didn't we talk shit about somebody else earlier this year, too? Um, and then they- Everybody. I talked shit about AJ Klein last week. So, AJ Klein, this is my formal apology to you. I am sorry you played a great game. Thank you, sir. Well, Everybody I talked a lot good. of shit about Ed Oliver, and I'll talk <laughs> more shit because, you know, i tell you hey, right you, now. Hey, you cool it. You said you were not the sea lion. I know, Fredo. Listen, I know what I said before the show, but I'm gonna do one more, and then I'll just get my boxing game up. All right, listen, Ed Oliver. Now, I watched this game. No, so seriously, since I've been talking a lot about him, I kind of wanted to see if I was right. So I kind of watched this game real close. Right now, our defense did get a hell of a lot more pressure this week. They looked great. They were living in the backfield, sacks galore. Right, but I watched my dude though. You know, like. He's spinning around. The lineman literally could just stand there. He's just spinning around in front of him like a freaking Barbie doll. My my thing is this. Look, man, are we going to hit somebody? Like, are we actually going to make a tackle and not just jump on the pile after the tackle's already been made? You know, I still think that Oliver hasn't stepped up like he's supposed to. I know for a fact we're missing something on that line, and that might be the meat that we lost, you know. From Darius, I mean, you know, I mean, we've lost some big boys on our line. And uh, and I do think That's that he's just line. a body taking up some space. And I do not think that we need to look to extend anything at all with him. I mean, hey, he's got one more year left. It's gonna be next year's gonna be interesting. Remember, I mean, remember what Shaq Lawson did last year in a contract year? 
You got to yeah. wonder if Ed Oliver is going to have a similar season and, and, and then it's up to Bean. Does Bean want to pay this guy? I don't know. I, obviously, he's had he's had his ups and downs. This year it's been a lot of downs, but um, but we'll see. I mean, staying on the defensive side of the ball, though, I mean, I think we can all agree it, 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 it looked like a different defense out there. Yes, they Sunday. did. 100%. 100%. I mean, other than those uh, those couple lapses with, like, that Hail Mary – um, with the with the garbage time points in the end for Seattle, I mean this this Bills defense really held their own against probably the best offense in the NFL. They did, but at the same time, they still allowed like 368 yards, I believe it was. So, I mean, the turnovers we caused—if we didn't get every single one of those turnovers, we would have lost this game. Agreed. So we have to keep in mind that although hmm. we did keep Seattle in check. We're allowing all these. We allowed the fourth most yards of any um, defense this week, I believe. So it's just something to keep an eye on. I, they didn't even have their best running back. Chris Carson was out. So this is they were on their third string running forward. back, I think, weren't they? Yeah, what? yeah. They were third on their third string, third running, back. running back. Yeah, that Dallas something. Dallas. Yeah, because who was their second stringer? Their second stringer was like somebody somewhat decent. Yeah, you know I'm what? Not, I'm not totally sure, but you know, you you came into this game thinking, okay, it could be close. Like maybe Buffalo get a win. I don't know. They balled out. They looked rejuvenated, but at the same time, yards allowed typically translates into points. And luckily, we held them in check a little bit. They still got over thirty. So no, Ashley, Ashley, you know what? One of the reasons why Carlos I, Hyde, Carlos Hyde, that's their their main running back. Yeah, they uh. One of the reasons why I picked Buffalo to lose this game early in the season when you know how you just go down a schedule and look at teams, right? It's because of one, Russell is a monster. You know, they have a, a hell of a balanced team. I knew their defense was suspect, but the reason I was talking so much negativity against Buffalo last week and even the week before is because they deserved it. I mean, yeah. our our defense had they didn't play that great this week. What what you have to really look at, they gave up almost 400 yards. And the reason why we really won the game is because Seattle's defense sucks. I mean, they're rated last in the league. I mean, they that fucking suck. Like they did not really play horrible. Yeah, I, I yeah. They're not. They were playing ten yards off Diggs too. I didn't, yeah, I'm, which is when you're crazy. These guys line up, and, and it's Diggs, Diggs to the right, Brown to the left, vice versa. And you look at the top of the screen. Arguably, that's whoever our best receiver is in the game. They were playing ten yards off Diggs almost every single time. All, yeah. all things has to go. That's what screws our defense over. He's playing that zone coverage. That's when yeah. we get screwed over is when we play off the man, and that's right. what they did to us. And we took yeah. it. We took what they gave us, like Stevie would say. That's exactly <laughs> it. We're gonna take <laughs> what they give us. <laughs> I just I couldn't believe I I, I could not <laughs> believe that that's how they were playing. <laughs> we, take, we take what they gave us. Ah. <laughs> Yeet. Honestly, those videos of Steven, they, 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 hey, they Steve, I don't know if you're watching, dog. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving. That guy. Like, hey, Steven, where Let's you going, dog? That was funny as hell. I want to go. I want to stick with the offense here. Um, right. Obviously, Josh Allen, best game of his career, hands Easy. down. Um, a near perfect QBR. Um, 415, his first 400-yard career passing game. No, uh, Or second, sorry, second. That's right. Oh, second. Uh, four total touchdowns. He had three in the air, one on, one on the ground. I mean, this guy is just he, – he is – all those guys that – those critics, those analysts, 
from 2017 that said he's going to suck. He's going he's going to be a bomb. He's not going to be good. He's going to be a waste in a year. Um, pro football focus, whatever the hell they were saying, and whatever they're probably still writing. <laughs> this guy is proving them wrong. And for him to go out there, then we find out his grandma died the night before, and yeah, yeah. he he played probably the best. I'm trying to think of the word. The best single performance from a Bills player, maybe of of mine and Ashley's lifetime. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I can't speak for Ashley, but I no, mean, do you I, agree? I would say that's accurate. I mean, we we were we were both one or two for the last Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, right. as we've said, Will was probably pushing sixty. At that <coughs> Fredo, I, did I not tell you to fall back from that? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I can mute your mic, you know. <laughs> I keep telling people I'm going to talk my shit when my team wins because I I haven't been able to. Yep. I mean, last year, sure, whatever, but we were one and done. So it's like right. this year, it feels a little different. It feels like we're going to make a deeper run into the playoff stretch. I mean, we could even, you know, I'm going to knock on wood here, go for the first round bye. But, we I could. mean, you know, anything's possible right now. We're one the game biggest thing, the biggest thing. The bigger thing with Buffalo right now is when you look at everything that we have going on, you know, with our receivers and uh, even with Josh playing the way he's playing, it's like Don alluded to, you know, Josh is making plays, but he does still study, you know, his number one guy too long and miss a lot of what I don't know if you remember the play Beasley streaking right down the middle of the field, wide open for a touchdown, basically. And Josh basically didn't see him, you know, looked him off because he was staring digs at the sideline. It, it's just a situation where we only go as far as Josh's eyes can take us. We've got the weapons on, on wide receiver. Um, are we still green in a lot of areas? Sure enough. I mean, our defense, nah, we, that's not a Super Bowl defense for sure. And it's not even a second round playoff defense. If we can put up 35 points against some teams, yeah, we can win those games because we know we're going to give up. 300 yards probably, uh, which is not a good thing. I'm just saying if we can score, we can allow those points. When we get into the playoffs and get into the layer rounds, no, we can't allow that because you know how that is. You buck up and you look at teams, KC and, you know, other teams, even Arizona, this game this week, can't, it's not a sleeper, man. Murray's a monster. His team's playing good football right now. Um, Pittsburgh is, is balling out of control out there. Um, but I think that if we play a balanced game like we played this past week, even with our mistakes, I think that we can compete in a playoff run. Can I, I make a bold statement going into the Pittsburgh game in, in, a, in a month? Go ahead. I think the Bills are going to win the next three. Yeah, I did that on the paper. If yep. they play like they did this week, and to be honest, I wanted to speak to that Diggs point because he does look for Diggs first and foremost, which as he should, it's his number one wide receiver. But we also right. need to keep in mind, eight different players caught a pass this week. Eight. He's you so it around. Brian Dayball is really calling a masterful game. Like we need to give him a lot of credit I agree. On this because you're I seeing agree. all these guys get involved. That's a great spread offense. I mean, the Seattle defense and the play, and the play selection, right? And the play Seattle defense and like I think it was the third quarter, literally had their hands on their hips. All of them, they were exhausted. You could see it in their right. faces. We had them running right. in circles, and that's what I said last week. You know, my first key to the game was don't let Seattle set the tempo. And they didn't. Right. The Bills set no. the tempo for the game. We we actually made Russell Wilson look flustered back there, which is impossible to do. I mean, it's virtually impossible. Hey, you know what? Another thing, guys, 
I, I wrote this down because I kind of want to talk about it really quick. It's, it's about what we talked about, about Russell Wilson. Now, he is a monster. Everybody knows Russell's game. I mean, the boy's got an arm like a cannon, and he's elusive and can run, right? But mm -hmm. a lot of Russell's a lot of Russell's escapes come from the league itself being too soft on quarterbacks. And what I mean is you got mm -hmm. DBs barreling down on a quarterback. He's right here. What they do, they fade to one side or the other to try to wrap him up and spin with him and fall. These guys are athletes, man. You slide right off and you run. Whereas back in the day, you're gonna light them up. I think, mm -hmm. yeah, you can't hit them yep. helmet first, but I think you gotta be able to hit that body. And right now, they're not allowing them to do anything without getting a, a, a roughness call. I, I yep. want to go back to Ashley's point about the seven different receivers having a catch in this game. One, Tyler Croft's stat line might be the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. One catch, one yard, one yard average, one touchdown, one for long, one target. That's amazing. But it was a beautiful pass. I mean, that was, <laughs> that was a beautiful pass. That pass? But, I, everybody, I think, looked at Dawson Knox on that one. I thought Knox was going to yeah. get the ball because he had it on the fade. And he, he totally – I didn't see Tyler Croft at all. And he just, boom, there it was. He's been he's been making he's been playing his he's been getting his money's worth out there that's for sure Tyler Croft. Um, I wanted this to really quick point here, and this is something that I don't think we've ever again Ashley in, in our lifetime. Out of the eight guys that had a catch in this game, six guys with thirty yards or more receiving. Yep. And I I don't care that Zach Moss only had two catches. I don't care that Devin Singletary only had three catches. Eight guys had 30 yards or more receiving. And three had 70-plus. Yes. And, and Gabe Davis. And, and we, we all said this during the offseason. This guy's going to be a stud. First, he, yep. he nearly – he dropped oh, that, he, that wide open that – that nice. He should have had another touchdown. He should have had two touchdowns in this game. Yep. Right. Dropped that – oh, that one hurt. Yeah, but you wanna I'm not knock, I'm not knocking that boy at all because he is balling out balling for us. Out. Oh, hey, listen, it was a tough catch to make. Yeah, it was very tough. It was very tough. He he seriously is a huge bonus for us. I mean, that's a hell of a fine for us, you know, at a at a good price anyway, you know, for what he is, you know, what he's gonna be. Um, I think that yeah, he's gonna definitely be uh, one of our better up and coming receivers for sure. Well, we get him for three or four years, rookie and, deal. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I think John Brown being back in the mix this week after missing him last week, it makes the biggest difference because he stretches the field for that secondary defense. Like that defense, they he, you know, he's our long ball guy. So he's mm -hmm. gonna go, right. he's gonna stretch that field. Then you got Beasley underneath, which I hope Josh Allen finds Beasley a little more because I think he's more open than what he sees. He he did great this week, so I don't want to knock him too much, but <laughs> it, I mean Diggs had a great game. He had over a hundred yards. But if he could find Beasley a little more, and and John Brown, like I think it's the biggest difference if he's in or out of the game. Like he's got to be in. Yeah. Well, he hey, against a, against a normal defense, I have to say that because it's Seattle. I mean, I was watching Sports Center this morning and and NFL Channel, and everyone's saying the same thing. You know, it's Seattle. Like they're like, what's going on with Seattle? And what they said was that Seattle can score at will, pretty much on anybody. They can score. But they can't stop anybody. They said that their yeah. defense is horrible, and they have no way of making it into the second round with that defense. So while we while we can celebrate in Buffalo, we beat Seattle. That's great. Just like we beat New England. Well, Cam beat New England for us. But anyway, we beat New England, <laughs> and uh, now we now we beat Seattle. That's a great win. It's Russell Wilson. It is the Seahawks. Having said that, though, 
it was a great practice for our offense to at least get some right route running down. But we played a subpar defense, man. Let's see how we stack yeah. up this week. And and really, let's get in a Chargers defense. Put it this way. The next three, four, four defenses we play are going to be better than what we just played this week. Yeah. And they're damn good. And that's yeah. – and I don't even think, Will, you're saying the next four. Yeah. Cardinals, Chargers, 49 Oh, four. was good. I mean, right. you and you even have to say now that Miami's defense is good. Right. For all the next four, well, we don't want to admit it, but the Broncos, I think we can spank up on the Broncos. Steelers are steel steel curtains, man. I mean, those boys are playing great football on both sides of the ball. Um, San Francisco's beat up. You know, they got some guys hurt, so, you know, catch a break on that. But we're going to get that beat up. For the most part, though, look at – hey, Ashley, look at that schedule and, and really look at it. If we run our offense like we did this week, we can drop 35 on all these teams. Dallas almost beat Pittsburgh this weekend. And you know what Dallas's MO is this they, year. I mean, that's they, straight garbage. Thing. As a Bills fan, obviously, we all hate Dallas. We hate them because of the Super Bowls. But right. they definitely got screwed out of that call. I I don't oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. the they passer did. at all. Oh, and, I, no. Yeah. I mean, it was a bailout. It was a bailout. It was a, 100%. Again, I have Pittsburgh in my survivor pool, so I am. <laughs> and I have Pittsburgh. I have two. Technically, I have you two, would think that'd be a good pick considering Dallas is playing the third-string quarterback. But every, I'll tell you this. I th- I think there's 40 teams left out of the 85 that were in it. You get, you get one strike, and then you have you have two strikes altogether. Your first one, you're good. Your second one, you're out. So there is 15 teams left that don't have a strike. I'm one of them. And then the rest, there's like 30, 25 that have a strike. I think 30 teams had Pittsburgh. It would, it would have, Dang, that it would have been. shook this bracket. And I was, yeah. I was like, all right, we don't got to worry about this this week. Here we go. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, I mean, look at these defenses. And I mean, obviously, and I'm going to hold this till the end because this is part of my key for this week. But I don't want to give away my key for the week. But um, Arizona, good. Decent defense. Chargers, good defense. San Francisco, right. good defense. Pittsburgh, great defense. Denver, great defense. I don't care that Denver doesn't have Von Miller. I don't. I, I don't care that, that they still have to good. go to Foxborough. I mean, these defenses are are tough. Um, but again, I, I do want to stick. I want to hear from Josh Allen. I have a couple sound bites picked from him. What he said after the game. This guy is just a true leader on and off the field, and he truly and he he even tweeted it uh, yesterday. He goes, Buffalo, I love you. And it's it's obviously Bills Mafia stepped up big seventeen dollar donations increments uh, to O'Shai uh, in honor of his grandma, and that donation pool has already raised over two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, no. two hundred sixty five. I think it was actually right. Yeah, it's, it it's been going up so quick. And that's excellent. That could hit a million. It, it it's done that in three days. Uh, that could hit a million, and. And that, and you actually have to think that really didn't start until probably six o'clock Sunday night, because McDermott didn't say that Josh Allen's grandma died until after the game. So well, people I, are trying to go ahead, Ashley. I saw something that said, you know, he just collapsed into Brian Dable's arms after the game oh. because he was so overwhelmed. Wow. Yeah. Really. So, yep. And you know, like, I mean, I think it also speaks to the fact of how well of a game he played. You, yeah. It's something about grief. I think Robin Mundy from Wyoming wrote about it. 
how athletes perform, you know, when they're going through grief. And, you know, it's like when Brett Favre lost, lost his father, how he just, they get on another mindset and they go out there and they want to do it. And you saw him point up when he scored his touchdown, yeah. his rushing touchdown for his grandma. Bill Whipper got a photo of that. It was beautiful. Great so. photo. Yeah. And this raw yeah, emotion. And his And I wanted to get to his post-game interview here with Jen Hale with Fox Sports because the emotion that you see in his face, um, it tells a lot. But he, he also says, I mean, I, I had a job to do. And Great. I wanted to go out there for these guys. I want you guys to take a listen to this because it's really, it's it's a, it's a move. It's a moving post game uh, interview. Let's let's take a look. Okay. Josh, congratulations on another statement victory by this Bills team, propelled of course by that scorching start to the game. You are now seven and two for the first time since 1993. What does this win say about where the squad is? Um, we we did a really good job of preparing for a really good team. Um, our defense played outstanding tonight. Special teams giving us some short fields. Uh, we converted on offense, and um, you know it was a complete team to win. And, and crazy thing is we, we left a lot out there on the bone and we know that so lots to look forward to tomorrow learn from and uh, try to get better from this one. It's always a positive sign when there's still room to grow right this defense was the definition of a complimentary football team today Four takeaways and they got to Russell Wilson 16 times what propelled their opportunistic nature today. Um, I mean Coach Frazier had a really good game plan, um, and our guys went out there and executed. That's all you can say about it. Um, like you said, complimentary football, playing off each other. Um, you know, it was, it was a great win for, for the Bills tonight, and, um, you know, uh, we're Bills Mafia, we're, we're rocking. Enjoy this one, Josh. Thanks for your time. Thank you. That right there, I mean, you can just see it in the middle of that interview. Um, you see the emotion. He just looks so sad. He did. And he never looks sad. Yeah. He doesn't. And that's when you got to wonder. I mean, that's probably when people started wondering, okay, is something wrong here? I mean, the guy has played the best game of his career. Um, it was definitely moving. And then and then after the game, you hear Coach McDermott say that. Um, and I think Ashley has a, has a true – point with that with the whole playing with grief thing we see it all the time we saw it with Brett Favre when he lost his dad um we've we've seen it probably every single year in one one sport or another and it's it's always I don't want to say remarkable because it's not the right word but it's always truly captivating to see how people handle that emotion and and go out there and just make sure they they play their absolute best to honor whoever it may be that lost their life. In this case, this week, it was uh, Josh Allen's grandma, Patricia, and we want to just um, – all of us, from all of us here at the Why So Serious podcast, uh, send our thoughts and condolences to Fireball California and the rest of the Allen family. Um, truly, truly moving um, performance from Josh Allen on Sunday. Um, all right, let's stop on the sad note let's here. Let's be in – yeah, no more sad. <laughs> No more yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of like starting oh to want to call like, people uh, and whoa, right. <laughs> Hey right. man, hey. <laughs> Come on man, you were supposed to see that man. This HD is something else. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy, I need I need a nap now. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I do too. Fredo, way to kill the show, man. Damn. No. 
Hey, hey, I'm glad Don is gone. Let me call a therapist so we can get somebody (laughs) online to help all of us now. (laughs) Let me just go in here. I'll bring one up. Oh, and I'll bring up one last point about the offense before we move on. Yeah. Um, I'm low-key a little bit worried about all these injuries on the offensive line. Because I'll tell you what, Josh Allen oh, yeah. seven times. Let's not forget about yes, that. Yes, he did. Um, you see Cody Ford go down. Mitch Morse was out. You see Brian Winters go down, but he returned. He's, I forget who else went down. Somebody else went down. But but all those sacks came as they got hurt. Like, yeah. soon as one dropped, sack, 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 then two sacks. I'm like, shit, we just well, fell apart couple, right in the middle of the game. Yeah, those couple drives, really, you could see that that was affecting them. And it's like. When you have it that was. many injuries at one position, it's kind of hard to fill in. Like, I was wondering, I go, well, what if we lose all our backup offensive linemen? Are we going to go to tight ends? Like, what are we going to do here? Like, what's the move? Right. I, we're right. Gonna, I think we, we could we potentially, this week, could have Mitch Morse back, um, which is huge. Um, but I do want to bring up, before we get into our next segment here, um, I read this on the way home or at a rest stop or something today. Um, the NFL is seeing a spike. In COVID cases, as is pretty much the entire nation. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it was seventy combined coaches, players, and staff and team staff members in the entire right. league. So, yeah. and, and I know Big Ben tested positive. I know Baker Mayfield's in uh, the precautionary. Uh, he he got put on the list because of uh, he he came in contact with somebody that has it. Um, this could be a make or break week this week for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If, if they can, if they can maybe keep going towards Sunday with no positive results or maybe a couple trickle in there, I think you're good. Um, but if we get an update tomorrow, Thursday or Friday, that there's another two, three dozen. I, I mean, I, I, I think Ashley, you were earlier in the year. I think we actually also, I, I forget who said it, but I said week eight. You said, said week, week eight. eight. We were going to be done. It is week hey, you, nine. It's week. It's right. week nine. No, it's week ten. Yeah. No ten, man. No, this, this is week, week ten, 10 coming up. But that's still pretty close. I mean, you know, and, and it's getting real. I mean, it's getting colder. It's flu season, and and it's going to be a lot of confusion whether it's a, a flu or COVID. And uh, and what's the reality? Even hey, even look at Big Ben's situation. Okay, great. Ben Roethlisberger is on a uh, COVID. How many? You know, he's list. been around. Listen, restrictless, yeah. but he's been around. He's been around his entire team, dapping up, hugging, and everything else well, all week. He was so. around twenty-two guys on Sunday. Think about right. it. Right. I Literally, mean, he was actually yeah. around one hundred and eight guys on Sunday. But if you think about on the field at the same time, every single snap, there's twenty-two right. guys on the field. Right. So you right. need to. It's going to be interesting to see what comes in the next couple of days. Does it stay dry? Are there no new positives, or are we going to have a plethora of new cases? Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday. Um, I know that Sunday's announcements have been really good uh, with no tests. Let's play. Let's play ball. Well, um, this week is going to be telling, and we need that vaccine quicker than ever. They say it's promising, and I didn't know this until I heard Ryan Seacrest of all things saying on XM Radio, the flu vaccine is only sixty percent effective. So you get it, and you still have a sixty percent chance of getting it. And then if you get the COVID, whatever this potential vaccine is, 90% effective right now, they're saying. 
Well, and you glow in the dark because they don't really know well, exactly you're what's going to happen. And you're going to yeah. be the only person in Western New York that has it. Exactly. And you're going to be walking around like naked. You're going to be like, man, I'm free, man. Seriously, man. I mean, they don't know anything. You know what, man? Praise research. I pray to God it all works. You know, that's great. Having said that, this is also new, you know, to be screaming, we have a vaccine and, you know, we're going to start dishing it out. Um, you know, you don't know. I mean, Trump was sick. He was in the hospital for a few days and back dancing on the stage for a bunch of women claiming he was America's greatest. So um, you don't really know what this medicine is going to do. I just remember Trump's dance when he was up there. Remember he was up there? I was like, damn, hey. Trump, you can't dance for shit. I have to say, I did enjoy the Joe Biden slow jog out to the park. <laughs> that was good. I Me really too. enjoyed that. That was good. That was good. <laughs> and, and that's all we're going to talk about politics. All that politics, was funny. That's it. All right. Anyway, all right, that's well, it. Leave that alone. That was. That was <laughs> wait, who's got that? What? <laughs> oh, wait, what did I just hear? <laughs> oh boy nothing just go ahead that's <laughs> all you heard eat oh all right God. hey all right listen to this back to football what do you guys think about these wide receiver matchups as far as uh their wide receivers against our dbs you know we got um Fitzgerald out there and and your boy d hopkins both of them with almost 800 yards each uh Trey White's got his hands full this week, and I hope whatever he sustained last week, injury-wise, does not affect him because we, we saw him a little shaken up on one of those plays. Yeah. Weren't sure yeah. how that was going to go. But, I mean, he held down DK Metcalf pretty well. I, he still had a decent game, but, you know, it, he's one of the best wide receivers in football right now. So to, to have to go from DK Metcalf right on to DeAndre Hopkins is a pretty tall task to ask. So Right. Hopefully, Trey can lock him down. I think he can. You know, he is yeah. that guy. As long as that injury doesn't plague him. I agree. I, I I think that this is a tough test. I mean, Arizona's Arizona's a good football team, and they're coming off of a, a, a bad loss to, to Miami. Right. Um, right. The, the former Bill Shaq loss and getting a touchdown in that game, that was great. That was a great highlight to watch. Um, I, I think that – a Tredavious White does does have his hands full this week, but I'm looking for Poyer and Micah Hyde to kind of step up again. Poyer and Hyde had a great game this week. They really did. Their this defense, I think we can all agree, it's slowly but surely gelling a little bit more and more. But it's slow, but it's there. Right. And yep. I, I think that if 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 our secondary can somewhat hold it together. Maybe let – and I think I said this earlier or, or last week about DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, let one of them go off, kind of try to contain the other one. If we could do right. that this week, I think we'll be okay. Um, mm. Arizona is like the good version of Atlanta where they've been in some really close games. They lost some heartbreakers. Um, Atlanta I don't even want to talk about because they're just awful. Um, horrible. Horrible. <laughs> and they're just losing games like you can never imagine. But they have a bye this week, so they do. Good for them. So maybe things will change. Who knows? Uh, I tell you what, hey, talk about Metcalf though. I was watching him on several plays. That's a grown ass man right there, boy. He's he's. <laughs> let me tell you, I was watching that boy. I said he reminds me of my dude Emolds. I mean, Emolds was the last real prototypical receiver we had, like a big guy, muscle-bound, towering over DBs. You could just throw the ball up, and you know he'll out-muscle pretty much any DB back there. 
Um, Metcalf is that guy, man. Russell's got a, a blessing in disguise right there, having him on the squad for sure. I, I want to add uh, Adam Dalton. He's waiting to get in here. Will's family right here. Um, Whoa, Adam, Adam, can you hear us? Building. <laughs> hey, yeah, I can hear you. Hey, man, hey, man, what up, boy? Hey, what's, going <laughs> what's going on? Adam, I want to get your uh, your take on this, obviously. Uh, the Bills having to go up against these two powerhouse wide receivers this week in uh, Hopkins and Fitzgerald. Uh, can't forget about Christian Kirk either. Um, yep. Yeah, they got a mean uh, three wide receiver receivers. set. It's amazing. It's honestly, it's very and comparable Kenyon Drake to coming out the backfield too. True. Mm. What, what do we have to do to stop this this team? Um, we have to get pressure. We have to uh, not comparing um, Murray to Vic or anything like that, but he's one of those type of players that if you let him get loose, he could take it to the house easy. So you got to run like a quarterback spy or or some type of containment on him and um, make him beat you throwing the ball. That's that's pretty much the only thing that we uh, I see our defense trying to do. Um, keep sending the pressure pressure like we did against um, uh, Russell Wilson this past weekend. That helped out a lot. You know, putting that five man pressure, six man at some time too with the corner cornerback blitzes and just keep them contained. I agree. I think this we do have our work cut out for us. It's not an easy game to play. None of these games that we've all said are easy down the stretch here, but the Bills have those are going to have their work their uh, their work cut out for them on Sunday. Um, let's get to our three keys to the game, Adam. I want you to stay on here and give your three keys. Actually, you know what, Adam, you kick it off. What give we do a three keys to the game every single week? Brought to you by Twenty Six Shirts. Um, let's kick it off with your three keys. All right, um, I know I'm putting you on the spot. First key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I, I can come up with them. Um, first key I would say is, uh, like I just said, is pressure. Um, I know uh, <laughs> Will's been talking a lot about Ed Oliver, but he's absolutely right. He, he's got to get pressure. You know, we, we brought him here. <laughs> we brought him here, and we we got to get pressure up the middle. That, that's huge. You know, we didn't hear a lot about Starlaw right. Tui last year because he wasn't making the big tackles or making the sacks, but he was eating up those two offense alignment and free enough space for uh, Edmonds to get in there and Milano to get in there. And, and we missed that. We don't have that guy to take up two offense alignment on a block to free up one of our linebackers or one of our blitzers. So that's huge. So we need Ed Oliver to start showing up. Um, Hughes has been playing great. So um, I think containing, containing the, the run and containing Murray is going to be big. Um, the second key I would say is um, I like the screen game. I think we need to go back to that more. Um, I think that takes the pressure off of Josh when they're pinning their ears back after him. And um, I like to see Moss and Motor. I haven't seen Motor that much last game, but um, yeah. I think Moss is a good switch up. I think it helps out. And um, I think the third would be um, Beasley. I want to see Beasley get the ball more. There's a couple third down plays that we had last game where Beasley was was eating up that slot cornerback. Um, and I think he could have got us a couple first downs and extended a drive a little bit more. And it takes the pressure off of, you know, Henry's hitting running backs out in the flat. It, it opens it up for John Brown coming across the middle. And he's injured, so it takes the pressure off of him too. So um, I think those would be, be good to beat Arizona for next week. And I'm a prediction from you. Great job, Ed, man. Great job. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a tough one, man. Um, does our defense show up? I think we can beat them. 28 24 
If not, uh, I think we might fall like 35-28. I see us putting up points. But um, we just need those couple stops, those couple takeaways like we had against Seattle. We could pull it out. Okay, I'm going to give you the – I'm going to give you Bills 28, Cards 24 because that has the Bills winning. Um, All right, yeah. So Bills I'll 28, Cards yeah. 24. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right, Ashley, you go. All right, so my – well, I want to give a shout out to, I know we're sponsored by 26 shirts, but Buffalo Go makes really dope bass shirts too. Uh, this is by them. So I just wanted to give them a little shout out to Buffalo Go. Love you. All right. Um, key number one, don't get carried away. With the Seattle win, 24 hours, move on. Stay 1-0 like Sean McDermott said. Um, number two, Don already said my key. It was basically to contain Kyler Murray. You know, he had 106 yards against the Dolphins. Um, but one thing I did want to, you know, also address with this defense with this key is that they need to wrap up on their tackles. They were still a little sloppy this week. You see guys just going like this and missing. Wrap the guy up. And number three, Josh Allen, keep executing. You know, keep spreading that ball around. Keep doing what you're doing. What you did last week, bring it into this week. Use that momentum, and that should push you forward to um, get that win over Arizona. Will. All right. Um, it kind of sounds like repeat because we all kind of think alike on a lot of a lot of keys. But uh, my my number one thing my number one thing is going to be containment um, because I know who we're going up against. You know, it's just like when you prepare to go up against Russell Wilson, you want to contain him. That's why that was my first one last week. Well, Kyler Murray's a whole different animal. I mean, the boy's like a Michael Vick. You know, with a hell of an arm. You know, he's got great quarterback IQ, um, but he has no problem with getting out of that backfield. And when we're talking about our defense who has been allowing so many rushing yards, um, you know, obviously with, with the running backs, but a good scrambling quarterback um, can eat our defense up, um, depending on especially if we sit back in a, in a soft zone. So uh, I like to see some strong containment on him. The other thing is uh, my second key is going to be spread the ball around from Josh. Like, you know, I know that Josh this past week threw to everybody. Everybody and anybody got over 30 yards. I mean, he was spread the ball around. You can't complain. But like Adam alluded to, he missed Beasley on several plays. Um, I know you can't see everybody, but these were critical plays. I mean, where you can literally see a wideout running down the middle of the field where he's got him beat by a good three or four yards, hit him. Um, so he needs to, to really kind of – I know Diggs is his number one, and that's his priority. But when we have so many weapons – you kind of can't think like that. You don't want a uh, defensive quarterback uh, coordinator to be able to look at your squad and say, hey, he's going to be looking for digs. Let's just double down on him. Forget everybody else. Keep him honest. You know, spread the ball around to our other wide receivers. The other thing is our defense. This is my last key. The Buffalo Bills defense has a horrible sloppy, sloppy tackling record this year. I mean, I've seen so many damn sloppy tackles, man. They're missing people. I mean, they, we have them dead to right to the backfield. They spin off of them. They slide off. You know, open field tackles, one juke move, they're gone. Wrap these boys up, man. Put them on the ground. Put them on the ground. They can't They can't score if they're laying on their back, man. So, you know, hit these boys and let's uh, let's contain this, this offense, and uh, we should come out of this game ahead. I'm going to say this because I'm the only one that picked, and I said this earlier on, the only one that picked the Bills to beat Seattle last week. <laughs> Would you we like the gold star? We, we, for, yeah. Hey, Fredo, first of all, you said, you said that three times already, man. I mean, we Literally. know that you picked the Bills. I, I know. I'm just saying, I mean, we know it. I just want to make it known this we, week. We made, our, 
Wait, we made our predictions based <laughs> off of the way they had been playing the last couple of weeks. That's the I, only I reason. If we had known, hey, Ashley, if we had known that that Buffalo Bills team was going to show up, we would have picked them 57 to 6. <laughs> and we've all said it. That might be the best Bills team win that we've ever seen. Um, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Getting into those three keys, one, I'm not going to say you got to stop Kyler Murray, but I'm going to say you got to contain the wide receiving core. Um, like I said, let one of those guys ball out. And they did a good job at that this week. Um, DK Metcalf had over a hundred yards, but Tyler Lockett, I think had 60 and then it kind of fell off from there. Um, I want to see, uh, our defense, our secondary have another solid game. Poyer, obviously Poyer and White had a pick last week, build off that performance, contain the wide receivers on the outside. I think you got a good shot at beating this team. If you do so Two. The saying on the defensive side of the ball, AJ Klein, dude, continue build off that performance because I, time, we yep. we heard we when we signed this guy in the off season, we knew he came from New Orleans. We knew he was a a decent guy, a player for them. And for the first eight nine weeks of the season, we're like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Caught him. We right. didn't like him. Yeah. And finally, he has probably the game of his best game as a Bill easily. This past week. So I want to see AJ Klein and I also want to see Tremaine Edmonds kind of step up in this game because you're going to honestly, in some situations, I wouldn't be shocked if most of, if not the whole game, maybe uh, Leslie Frazier puts a spy on Kyler Murray. Uh, You wouldn't be shocked. The guy's mobile. The guy is the, the poor man's version of Lamar Jackson. So you got, he is, he's quick. He's, he's shifty. He can throw the football. Uh, you, you got to stop Kyler Murray. And I think it's obviously it starts with your defense. Um, number three. And I've said this before, after Josh has a big game this year, build off your success and find a way. I know find a way is the motto this year at one bills drive, but for Josh Allen to throw for 415 yards against the Seattle Seahawks. And I know their defense isn't great this year, but it doesn't matter. It's a Pete Carroll team. This is a team that has a couple returning guys from two or three years ago. And this was the best defense in the NFL, mind you. Um, This is a team that has, they, they were and still are a perennial powerhouse. And Josh Allen went out there and and not only just beat them, he owned them. Right. And I I remember we were texting our group chat on Sunday and Josh Allen at at half was on pace for 500 yards and, and six touchdowns. Right. And we're all talking to each other, and, and it's amazing to even say this stuff because, I mean, wh- wh- how many Bills quarterbacks have we dealt with that through nine games of the year, they or through 16 games, they didn't even have stats like Josh has through nine. I mean, how many years did it take us to get a 300-yard passer? Yeah, a lot. Like a system too long. Yeah, too long. Exactly. I know it was Fitz, but like, what was it like? I think we did this before, six, six years, five before years? Before Fitzy. Well, no, I wasn't Bledsoe, Fitz though, right? it was Fitz, I thought, right? Yeah, Fitz was, it was probably Fitz. It was Fitz. Yeah, it was Fitz yeah. was the last Fitz one. was the man, man. Fitz. He was. Yeah. I mean, I, I love I Fitz, man. I still love Fitz, man. I I, Fitz, Fitz is my dude. Y'all see him in those shorts, though? Oh, I, that's what I was going to those shorts are yeah. the shorts that I wear to work out. I mean, those are some <laughs> <laughs> rocked them. Damn, Fitzy had that Miami wardrobe on on 
point. <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was that was that was some just classic fits. Um, Love but no, Josh Allen, build off your success, find a way. And as Ashley said, I think it was Ashley that said this: don't let this big win get to you. Don't mm-hmm. let it get to you. You're seven and two. You have a chance to be eight and two, guys, going into the bye week. Eight and two Jesus. would be awesome. You're in the playoffs at that point. Got to win two games, maybe even one game this year. Who knows? Um, eight and two going into the bye would be amazing. Jesus. Um, so my prediction, I'm going to throw it up here. Uh, Bills 37, Cardinals 26. Wow. Um, yeah. I think I think Josh Allen and, and Josh is going to be closer to home this week. Um, you wonder if he might. I don't know what the rules are. If he might be able to see family. Um, I, I really don't know With what that COVID situation stuff, is. Who knows? Know. Yeah, who knows? And who knows? Know. Maybe that maybe Arizona's allowing family at the games. I, I honestly have no idea. Um, but I don't think that plays a factor. Obviously, it'd be great for him. But um, I do think the Bills win 37-26. Um, but I think we can all say this, safe to say, the numbers never hit. The team sometimes hits. <laughs> right. Oh, right. I, I didn't put my Hold on one second. I'm going to go 33-28, Bills. 33-28. Yeah, that's right, because I got these before, Ashley. 33 yeah, my phone didn't want to work, so it's fine. Oh, you're good. 33-28, Bills over the Cats. I'll go with my team this week. It seems like we all um, have confidence in the offense, but we don't have too much confidence in the defense keeping that score down. If I'll tell you this. If the Bills can hold Arizona to under 25 points, we win this football game. But if they can hold uh-huh. Arizona to under 25 points, the defense is back. There's your yeah. who's back of the week. Yep. Defense is back if they can hold Arizona under 25 points this week. But it's going to be another roller coaster ride. I mean, this is a huge game going into the bye week. Next week, we have our bye week spectacular. Um, hopefully, we're talking about another Bills win. It's great to talk about eight of these, um, seven of these early on, jumping ahead of myself there. Eight, hopefully, next Sunday, <laughs> next, uh, next week. But um, stay tuned to our Twitter, uh, our hey. personal handles. We're going to be changing the show time. What's up, Will? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is that Adam, Will, and OJ? Woo, yeah, there's OJ. Boy. <laughs> hey, oh, so, so we were at the stadium. I love your coat. Dog. Yo, my mom bought me that joint a long time ago. Look at that. That's amazing. <laughs> but, yo, listen. So we at the stadium, right? So we walking into the game. I look over, and here's OJ getting out of the truck. Now, this is after me and OJ then kicked it in Canada and Miami. So I'm like, yo, what up, OJ? He's like, yo, what's up, Will? So Adam was like, oh, shit, you know, OJ. I was like, yeah, come on, let's take a picture with him. So so we got over to take the picture, you know. And at that same game, it was all kind of issues, you know, obviously the whole story and everything, you know, fans throwing stuff, and it was craziness. But anyway, now nah, it was good. It was good. We got the picture, man. OJ was a good guy, yeah, man. I had a good, good time with him a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't say don't say that to most people. Will. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I'm kidding. I, I, you know what? Dude. You know what, man? Yo, man, Fredo, I'm gonna give him your address, man, just in case. <laughs> I would say hey, he said it right there. Him with the hard hat, with the hard hat. That dude, man. Right, exactly. But anyway, stay tuned to our social media. We're going to be changing the show time up a little bit. Um, 
So stay tuned for that. Adam, thanks for joining us this week. Come back. Thanks again. for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Hell yeah, man. For sure. Come back and uh, join the crew. Anytime. Uh, for for the Why So Serious podcast, season three, episode nine, Bills over the Seahawks. We'll be back next week, hopefully breaking down a win over the Arizona Cardinals. Thanks, guys. Go Bills. Let's go, go Buffalo. Man. Go Bills. Come up on my feels like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. I'm on my Stevie Johnson. I'm about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. I'm on my Stevie Johnson. Bills in my duffel, yo. You don't want trouble, bro. Heat in my pocket, heart cold like buffalo. I would just hustle one thing, but I need options. That work about to touch down, call it Steve Johnson. Catch me flying through the field like who want beef? It's 25, but I could get it for the 1-3. Certified fly guy, you on my time. I'm really real, and you as real as a sci-fi. I'm trying to bring it home, baby. It's our time. They cheering for me like I'm cross the one-yard line. And I'm all about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Black card boys, yes, BCB, we pop. Get that dough straight across like I'm running streaks. My bills come in hundreds, my women come in threes. This hater ran up on your boy like he was furious. I lifted up my shirt like, why it's so serious? Come about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. 